Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. This is Julian, your co-host, with my other co-host, Justin, sitting to the side of me. I, um, I was listening to a podcast recently, and they introduced the whole... First person that spoke introduced himself as the co-host, and the other guy was the co-host, so you know what I'm saying? I tried to do something like that. Anyways, this is episode two of the new year, or one? Did we? I don't think so. No, no. No, we didn't. Happy New Year. So, did we? So, Happy New Year again. <laughs> because we ain't going to get that in a while, but it's coming. Um, man, we got we got NFL divisional playoffs coming up this week. We have wild card highlights to talk about from last week. We saw a lot of magic last week. We saw physical football. We saw January football. Um, we're gonna get into a little bit of that. We got our coaching carousel has finally really come to a stop, and uh, you know there's a there's. A dysfunctional organization around the league still looking for a coach. Um, and then other than that, you know, we got um, this week's, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if I want to start off with what surprised me more, it was Drew Brees not being able to find Michael Thomas in the end zone. It was the Saints' defense Letting Kirk Cousins, you know, beat them, Case Keenum style. Um, it, it it wasn't Derrick Henry because we spoke about it and we said if he can run the ball, which he can, and he's the NFL's leading rusher for a reason. Titans been running the ball exceptionally well. Ryan Tannehill came in, was one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, for those what eight weeks or so, and yeah. you know. He really turned that team around. That team was not going to the playoffs no. with Mariota at no. the helm. No. And what Tannehill has done and, and been able to, you know, contribute to the team because he did manage the game well enough. Um, you know, he threw a pick. Well, it was a it was a it was a it was a risky throw. He you know, he wanted to give him a shot. It wasn't a, you know, horrible read or, you know, at a spot where this can't happen. It was at a spot in a sense, that this can't happen because in the time of the game, one possession lead, you know, in the fourth, I think, or, like, going into the fourth, it was like, you know, this is where you need to score. You can't really bull with the Patriots. They'll get it. But that defense stepped up, and Derrick Henry was, bro, five, six yards a game, a game. You know what I'm saying? And as I mentioned, that didn't surprise me as much as Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, right? We're talking about one of the most lethal offenses in the league, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, who, what, what, okay, uh, hold on, no, okay, and I didn't even put this into perspective. Now that we're recording, I'm glad we can. Okay, last year when the season ended, there was a bunch of wrath about the Saints deserving their Super Bowl shot. Right, because they were in the NFC Championship game and they got robbed where they could have had a Will Lutz game-winning field goal. We know that. Now we're talking about Michael Thomas going on Instagram, posting about, oh, we need a, they robbed us, looking at blah, 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 memes, Sean Payton talking about it. And respectfully so, I'd be hurt as well, as they should be. And they should have had that anger coming into the season, which they did. One of the best offenses, the best wide receiver, you know, beat the Marvin Harrison record. But when you got to play an NFC team like the Vikings, you know, at home, and you're going to tell me that this guy who was so desperate for that Super Bowl last year in Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, who's been robbed, you know, three times straight, is, is you know, he's got to have some type of anger toward this situation. Um, and... And Kamara being there, you know, for, for a little bit of time, you thought they were going to come out hungrier. And that offense could not get going. You know, Taysom Hill had him rocking. And I think Taysom Hill is maybe the reason they lost the game. Because we didn't see Taysom Hill toward the end of the game. So, if you want to kind of 
Go ahead with your thoughts on the, the uh, Saints game. That was what I was most surprised about this weekend. Truly? Truly? But, truly? But, truly. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely think that the Tennessee and Minnesota game was by far an upset. I, I, I'll, I'll go as far as to say that. The Minnesota and New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely go out and say that. Um, but at the end of it all, I was surprised, not really, for the simple fact of we've been here kind of before with the Saints. I mean, <laughs> it's besides that Super Bowl run, it kind of gets to a point in the postseason where if it's not one thing, it's another. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, I mean, it's almost guaranteed that last year, if that pass interference call was made, they probably get the Super Bowl. But probably is, a, is a, you know, they go into the bowl. But, and we had this argument, and I'm not arguing against your point. I'm just, but let's be, let's state the obvious. They were going to the bowl, but, and 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 they were going to be able to play that same Patriots team that the Rams played. Fair enough. But then again, I have to be honest and say that as much as that sucked, they still have a chance to win the game, regardless. No, the, for sure. The the no, they couldn't. The they couldn't. And that's my point. This team was so hungry. This team was like, give us another shot. We'll play we'll play a fourth quarter right now. We'll do the one last down. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole game, sixty minutes at home. Alvin Cook, if he could play, they could win. That's been their thing this year. And Kirk Cousins, if he plays good, they will win. That's why they're in the playoffs. That's why they're winning right now. Because when the quarterback, it's it sounds obvious, right? It sounds obvious. But Dalvin Cook has a health injury. So when I say if Dalvin Cook could play, they can win, he has to be healthy first and foremost. And then Kirk Cousins has to do his part as far as quarterback because he's Mr. Consistent, which we'll get into preview in the next game. Um, He has to do his part in managing the game good enough or playing good enough to win them the game as he did Sunday. And when they both can do that as they did Sunday, they can beat a team as good as the Saints because we're not questioning their defense so much. Their defense ain't great, but it ain't. It's far from bad, and it's far from, you know, mediocre. Yeah. It's it's a really good defense. Um, but when their offense gets to clicking, and they're, you know, you don't know what Kirk Cousins you're going to get. And when Dalvin Cook's healthy, it's not about if he's going to play or ball. It's is he healthy. So um, the Vikings are a dangerous team, you know, looking at it. Going into next week, they are a dangerous team. Yeah. Right. But they also get to play an inexperienced team. But we also forget that as much as we say Saints redemption and what the Saints have been through in the last two or three years, you could also say the same thing for the Vikings. But the Vikings shit the bed. Literally. Literally. And you could call it destiny for the Eagles, but come on, bro. The Saints would not have put up that effort. And the Saints would have probably won the Super Bowl last year. Not saying that that has so much to do with this, but. Well, I'm saying, but then what about the year before as well? The, the Minnesota Miracle? No, right. But that's what I'm saying. They shit the bed. And it's just like, what they do in the NFC Championship? It was like 37 to like 7. They had their chance. They weren't. But Case Keenum, their quarterback is their problem. The Vikings never had a quarterback to take them to the Super Bowl. That's true. And their their best shot was Brett Favre yeah. at 40-something with Adrian Peterson, granted. Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. Yeah. And they've always... Yeah, Jared Allen was a... Yeah, Jared Allen, they had a 
Darren Sharper. Uh, oh, no, wait, oh, no, wait. He was in New Orleans that year. Darren Sharper is canceled, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but that joke does remain funny. Darren Sharper, the rapist. Wasn't he, no, he was in New Orleans that year, I think, though, wasn't he? He was. He was. He could have. So, scratch. Probably. He, play, he won. I think he won a Super Bowl with the yeah. Saints yeah. that year. Mm-hmm. No, not that year. Yeah, that year. Yeah, that year. No, yeah, that year. I'm tripping. Anyway, I know they had other defensive pieces on that on that team. Um, but like I said, and then our Vikings has been, I mean, we said at the beginning of the year when we were doing, you know, going over mm-hmm. the for you know, each division and things like that, one of the ones we were talking about was the NFC North. And you, if I'm not mistaken, did have Vikings as if, actually, I think we both did. Probably. I think we both did. Yeah. See, there you go. We both had the Vikings as a favorite to come out just from a talent aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay, second year with Kirk Cousins. Right. Mike Zimmer is a proven coach. And, you know, if, and the big question obviously was if Dallin Cook, but it, it just so happened that not everything really seemed to come. Right. It didn't. Because this year, their issues weren't the same as last year. Exactly. Year, their issues uh, were... Stephon Diggs. Stephon, and the, the receiver, the it's a credit to them. Between Thielen and Stephon Diggs didn't have that problem last year. The defense secondary severely compromised. Xavier Rhodes was yeah. the most penalized corner. And he's one. Yeah, he's gotten bad. Yeah, I think he. And then you and then you always see him on the sideline. Even in the Saints game, you saw him going at him the sideline with Harrison Smith. Him and Harrison Smith. <coughs> yeah, that was that was pretty embarrassing. Trey Williams, Trey Williams is doing the best that he can, and. Yeah. I, I think I think it's just a credit to them. They're a good team. They have talent to win, and as it doesn't always come out, you know, to be the best product, it can be. And in the playoffs, you just gotta win. And then that's what's saying. And they managed to turn it around. I think the turning point for them was probably the Giants game. But I mean, shady got start somewhere, right? Um, so yeah, I mean that was interesting. But going into the next week against San Fran. You know, we talked about a little, you know, off air, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, you called it last week. You, you know, said if they're going to win Kirk Cousins, it's going to have to be the same this week because, granted, you know, both defenses are really exceptional. We, you know, we both have uh, San Fran as clearly the best in that right. probably number two. You could argue number yeah. one in the league. You can, but it's probably, you can, you can, because I don't think Derrick Henry goes for one. 80 on the, the 49ers. Well, it's also because it's like... I just don't think he does. But and I, he would try to. I don't to. think that's necessarily how bad the Patriots defense are. I just think that the Patriots defense is good. Clearly in the only way, but I think the difference between the two is that the bread and butter for the Patriots defense is secondary, and then the bread and yeah, butter for the 49ers front is the front seven. So, I feel like it's a different dynamic. For sure. Because, I mean, look, look, let's face it. Why did it's not like why Tannehill was, you know, throwing, you know, throwing people open or anything like that. He wasn't, you know, doing anything that spectacular with his arm. That's so, for sure. You know, so, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's in different ways. But, yeah, I still think it's going to come down to Kirk Cousins. Can, the question with Kirk Cousins is, okay, he's kind of somewhat proving people wrong in a sense but he still clearly has more to prove. Um, so him, can he stay consistent? Can he keep this going? Can he be the Kirk Cousins that many people think he can For sure. and has somewhat been in the past? So can he kind of fulfill, I guess, his destiny? You like that well, yeah, exactly. contract? Yeah, can you? And then you have on the other side, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, well, shit, it's so crazy, real quick, how, like, Jimmy Garoppolo is once the highest paid quarterback in the league. And now if you look at his contract compared to Rogers, Goff, right? Goff went, it's like, <laughs> that, that was number one. Facts. And people, like, people were tripping that Jimmy Garoppolo was the number one quarterback. Like, whatever they yeah, and especially the fact that he hadn't played, you know, that was the thing. He, he's coming as a backup to be your guy. Because imagine paying Jimmy G in the market now. Mm-hmm. You got him, and they signed him to a five year yeah. deal. That was two years ago. Yeah. So they're sitting real yeah. right now. Yeah, they got money to spend on other assets. Other assets. So that's interesting. That was interesting, real quick. 
yeah, so it's like, can he live up to, you know... Jimmy uh, G. Jimmy G. Porn star Jimmy. As <laughs> right. Can't, you know, can he live up to it? You know, the kind of, in the sense that, you know, oh, coming from, you know, the Patriots, mm-hmm. what he did, you know, stepped in, it was Bel- Belichick's guy. Mm-hmm. Belichick, I mean, Belichick wanted to get rid... Belichick, from reports and from what we believe have been, you know, been told over the years, Belichick... Has a history of getting you, get rid of you on the way up before you hit the way down. And he felt the way about Brady. And he wanted to bring in, or he wanted to keep Jimmy Garoppolo because he thought he was the future. And he was willing to let go of Brady, but Kraft was not having it. Not having it. You know why? Because they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl that year. Points go to Kraft. But then again, it could be like they don't win that year, but they win, you know, a couple more in the next coming years. Who knows? Nobody will because he is playing with the 49ers. They got a tough game versus the Vikings. Um, you know, home field advantage. We I got to see. I haven't seen that that stadium. Like, I feel like it's going to be rowdy. I don't know. It should be because it's a divisional game at home. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't. I don't picture that stadium as like crazy, right? Like yeah, it's like, like a classy stadium. Yeah, 49ers fans. Like, <laughs> like, even but like, it's the players. You got to get pumped. Nah, candlestick. Candlestick was lit. Candlestick was lit, and it wasn't like Oakland. Like it's not like that. But it's oh. it was it was definitely it was, it was more um, intimate because it was you know like a bowl. This one's like fucking sections and. All type of archi structure. Who else plays the AFC? Ooh, we got Baltimore at home hosting these Tennessee Titans, who have a good chance in their minds, right? I'm not going to put that up for my words. I honestly think, and I've told many people this, that Tennessee was the one team that nobody wanted to play. And I don't care who, I don't care if you were the Patriots. If you were the Texans, if you were the Chiefs, even if you were the Ravens, mm. this was not the team you want to start off and play. Like, cause it's the only team, realistically, that can match up with everybody else. At least, I'll say, okay, the tight, okay. The Patriots, as you mentioned, aren't strong front seven, right? They're not strong with the front seven. They have good players. Mm. You know, Van Noy is good. Uh, Shelton is, you know, he has his moments. And uh, they got Collins. I think they got Collins again. Um, But that's not their strong suit. Now, their strong suit in Baltimore is their defense and their offense. So it's like this year is not the year that, like, I think Baltimore would typically be as worried as playing a team like Tennessee. Because... Just like Tennessee has the best run game right now, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. Just like Derrick Henry led the league in rushing, the Ravens lead the league in rushing. You know what I'm saying? So so whose defense is going to be out there longer? And also, when, also I'd, I'd rather be a fresh-legged defense than a Week 17 loss at home to the Dolphins have to play first round wild card defense versus Derrick Henry. And I'd rather have the Ravens defense than the Patriots defense in this. uh, I, I truly think that they trust their defensive backs to be able to play like a man for some of the game. Cause I mean, um, Excuse me. Yeah, no, Baltimore. You know, they can line up, stack up that box, and play man. They gave Peters an extension. They got 12 pro, pro bowlers. Um, I mean, shit. For sure. But like I said, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely have Baltimore winning this game. Mm-hmm. I think Baltimore's going to go straight to the Super Bowl. But it's just speaking of Tennessee that, like I said, because I feel like, what, I feel like if, which I think they will, beat Tennessee – then it does, I don't care if they play the Texans or if they play the Chiefs because there's no way they're going to outplay that offense because that's really the only right. thing either of those teams has to offer. 
because Texans, yeah, they got back J.J. Watt, but their defense is still suspect. And not to say that Josh Allen and the Bills' offense is bad, but it's definitely not their bread and butter. Right. So that word. Texans will be on the road in in Arrowhead, bro. Which. We'll get into that because yeah. I do think that's going to be interesting, and it might be interesting for some points. But it, listen, right? Listen, Deshaun Watson, the man is Houdini, right? We can agree. Um, the fact that they played in what week two, I believe it was like week two or three, early in the season, and. Um, that was when Tyreek Hill had that crazy catch over two defenders. Um, and we got to see Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes, you know, shoot it out. And we're, I think we're going to get that again because oh, so this Chiefs defense yeah, yeah, is not the ball, there yet. And now... I know, I understand Houston dropped back J.J. Watt, but there, there's no way that they're bringing pressure enough. To right, 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 right. But at certain points, J.J. Watt will affect this game, just like he did last game. I truly think so. For sure, for sure. And, I mean, Will Fuller is probably not even going to play because he's always hurt. But, you know, if he does, which even if he does, he's not ready to play. Like, he's he's nowhere near. He's not going for that deep ball. So, there's no point of even... And and trust me, bro. Being at Arrowhead is gonna really, really kick in. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be probably wet. It'll probably be wet, cold. You know, it's gonna be loud. And it's not to say if 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 I want anybody, if I want anybody to go to that predicament and try to win me a football game, Deshaun Watson, I'll take him. Wait, so. Not if I can have anybody I want to choose, but if I if I if I gotta have okay. Yeah, if, no, no, no. No, it, no. In the sense of like, if he's my guy, if he's gonna be my guy, like, perfectly fine with it. Like I'm happy with it. Like, like if you like have like if you pick me a quarter, like if I give you a quarterback, I'm like okay, like. Going into this game, I'm going to give you Deshaun Watson. Like, if you told me Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, and you took Patrick Mahomes, I'd be like, straight. Yeah, whatever. Straight up. Straight up. Because I don't see Patrick Mahomes doing what Deshaun does with his legs. Yeah, but, okay. No, I... And, and, but, and not to say his arm isn't making up for his legs and his arm. But, but reason being... And... Because the play extension is there. You can't argue that Patrick Mahomes is like a better play extender so much. Like, I think. I mean, last year, I don't know about this year, but last year he had the most yards outside the pocket. I'm not, okay. Last year. We're talking about now, though. Anyways. Even now, I understand Deshaun Watson Houdini, but Patrick Mahomes, like, the weapons, though. The weapons, though. He does it in a different way. I think... Like, his pocket awareness is just bar none. I think if Deshaun Watson was on the Chiefs team... I think if Deshaun Watson was on that Chiefs team... Deshaun Watson does not have those weapons. And he doesn't have the arm. I'm sorry. He can, no, don't get me wrong. He can right. it. No, he doesn't. But Patrick Mahomes... Like, no, nah, he doesn't. Patrick Mahomes... I, and I'm not trying to hate on the man, bro. I love Mr. Patrick Mahomes. But I'll take I'll take it to Sean. If you take him Mahomes, I'll be like straight. I got Deshaun. I wouldn't rather have the Texans. <laughs> I would rather I, I'm perfectly okay with Deshaun. But um let's go over let's transition into the person that if I had to pick of a whole league Going into that environment, going to a uh, away game environment, divisional playoffs, who I picked to win me the game, I'm picking Russell Wilson. That's me too. You already know. No, I was, that's the that's the first dude I said. In my, you know the Seahawks are the best road team in the league this year. Russell Wilson to get you the job done. 
And you know he's better at home. <laughs> so he's better whenever. He's better when it matters. Don't get me wrong. I understand that everybody kind of. He's better when it matters. I understand everybody kind of somewhat has a recency bias, and it's and there has to be, especially for football. Yeah, and that's why Deshaun Watson just got my credit. Because we have a Deshaun Watson. Right. We have a Patrick Mahomes, and we have a Lamar Jackson. Exactly. But what people need to understand is Russell Wilson has been, like, he's taken a little bit from all of them. Before they were all in the league. Before they were all in the league. He has a little bit of all of them. You feel me? Before there's a Patrick Mahomes, we can see Russell Wilson throwing it down the field. Deep ball hitting the precision. He was doing what Patrick Mahomes was doing. Was doing Patrick Mahomes was just doing a little crazy. He did it this year. Uh, the Thursday night game versus... Um, oh, with Tyler Lockett versus the Rams. Versus the Rams. That, bro, Insane. That, that was crazy. That was Deshaun Watson level stuff. We're going to see more of that coming up because DK Metcalf. And like, then, and, then, and he's huge. I, and, I and fast. And Lamar Jackson, but Russell could run. Russell, oh, Russ? Russell no, Russ. And he'll shake your defender. Like, he'll get a move on you. He'll get a move on you. He's tough. Um, like, my thing is, Russell Wilson has the composure of, like, like a like a priest. He's never pressured. And it's always going to be okay. And his positivity. Yeah, it's like... Super positive. Like, and you know what bothered me about one of my favorite quarterbacks? Cam Newton can't take a loss. Can't take a loss. And obviously, obviously, yeah, he had his Super Bowl. He had his Super Bowl. Hopefully, Matt Rule likes him. I'm sure he does. No, I'm, I don't think you bring in a college-level offensive guy if you don't plan on keeping Cam Newton because... Will Greer? <laughs> no, but... No, no, no. I'm saying, like, that's what you're going to rock with? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're not going to... If you're not going to... I mean, they, they, they could probably still draft him. I mean, this dude... Oh, they could draft. He's got a little just a power, so he's seen... Yeah. probably try to scout yeah. most of the dudes in this draft. So, I mean, if they, if they, you know, go into, like, a third or fourth round and get somebody, like... I mean, I don't, I don't see it, but let's just say somebody that could be there that's somewhat known... Uh, I think Fromm can have a good career. It's, it's. It, I think it has to be the perfect system for him. He can very much be a Chase Daniels, and he can ever slow slightly. No, he. Right, we need a backup. Yeah, <laughs> you remember Chase Daniels at Missouri, though. I remember it, but it's like Jeremy Macklin. Chase Daniels was lit, bro. And and obviously, and what makes this game also more interesting is that we have an Aaron Rodgers on the other side. When's the last time we saw playoff Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, playoff Aaron Rodgers at home. And lost. And lost. Right in Boston. Um, Aaron Rodgers at home in the tundra. It's it's there's a snowstorm like forming right now, getting into town Friday, Saturday, before the game Sunday. It's gonna be real tough. Okay, I know you said that you'll take Russell Wilson, as did I, in any situation like that on the road, this, that, and the third. But sometimes you just can't prepare for certain things, yeah. right? And, boy, I just think it's going to be real fun on Sunday when we see Aaron Rodgers get to throw the ball and then Russell Wilson try to, yo, like we haven't gotten that since, what, 20? Too long. Too long. And I'm glad the Packers are good, man. Like, Matt LaFleur really came in here and showed everybody up. Like, yo, I'm, yeah. Zadarius Smith is a beast. Oh, my God. I 
Yeah. It'll be interesting to say to see who's on the list this year. Yeah. What they say about that. Lamar Jackson. You know Lamar gonna be number one. You know. Lamar <laughs> gonna be number one for sure. But I would just I'm interested to see like what the players think, like the players' point of view. Yeah. On on certain players. It's always fun. Michael Thomas is gonna get a lot of love. Hey, DeAndre Hopkins, man, what happened, bro? What happened to your boy? Yeah. Speak to me about that before we get into this um, Seahawks-Packers. Hey, I'm just saying, bro. A.B. would have been the best receiver in the league. Listen, bro. How He dropped the ball this year. He got more than five drops this year. Uh, I'm just saying. So I thought maybe I Michael Thomas. But then again, not then again. It's just look where Michael Thomas' position was and where I started this episode saying the most surprise thing, the most surprising thing of the weekend for me was the Saints and Drew Brees not being able to find Michael Thomas in the end zone. And but in the same situation, I could see. You know, maybe Deshaun uh, Watson doesn't find a Hopkins, you know, in a good game. Like, it's possible, bro. And one-on-one, let me get Thomas. Disgusting. Because that route running is. I mean, nah, Michael Thomas is. Yeah, I feel you. Hmm. Mm, I feel like that's just your little, all right. But back to this, we got what? This is the last game we're covering? Yeah, we have the... Packers and Seahawks? Yeah, yeah. Because we did, yeah, we, we did the other NFC. We did the Lamar Jackson show, and we did the Chiefs, mm. Chiefs-Texans. So, I mean... Who do you got? Looking at it from a bird's eye view before we even, like, just the overview. I mean, it's going to be 20 degrees, 15 degrees, feels like 10, negative 5, and the wind's going to be blowing. It might be snowing. You know, it's Aaron Rodgers in a divisional game at home, hasn't had this feeling in a while. Who you got? Oh, it's an MVP year. Yeah, like I feel like he's at that point. I could just see like an email or you know talking to the reporters and you know I see him in interviews. Like he's just like everything for him is clicking on all cylinders, and I can tell. Like I can tell, like he really, really wants to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's killing. It's been killing him since 2014. Yeah. You talk about a dude that can get you to run through a brick wall. If that's not Russell Wilson, I don't know who it is. That's for sure. So, and I mean, so it's like, yeah, like he's obviously what runs the offense, but I feel like his leadership also does play part on defense. I feel like he just has his fingerprints all over it. The whole team, it's the organization. Yeah. It has an imprint on the coach. He's not that type of leader, though. He's he's a leader by like do this shit right. Let's get it done. Yeah, he's he, not he, like he's like, like, like a Brady. Like, like Tim not even. I think Aaron Rodgers expresses way more criticism and frustration. Um, it's more like I think Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy. From what I see, it's like oh no no he'll let him no he'll 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 let it rip. No, he'll, but he lets it rip. Now, nah, when his guys aren't playing, when his guys aren't playing, he'll let it rip and call people out, and he'll do his little, you know, side remarks to the media, and he'll say what he has to say. You know, the team's, you know, I wouldn't expect the, the, the effort to be like this today. You know, like, he'll have his comments. He'll he'll chew them out 
behind the scenes, not to say he'll do it on the field. On the field, it's all by action. But you'll also notice his frustration, you know what I mean? And instead of like a Russell Wilson getting it out, you know, young receivers, yo, it's all good, man. Come on, blah, blah, blah. Next drive, get that out your head. But see, that's the For sure. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is <clears throat> more like he like he seems the type of like if like if you mess up, the way he's gonna like try to make you like be good is like by dissing himself for me like Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, so like, like nah, like I'm gonna let you know that you fucked up and I'm gonna let you like right. talk in that and like remember but look, like, remember how that feels. But like, look you know, that's not going to be the determining factor of who wins this game, right? Seahawks has been the best team on the road all season long. I think they're seven and one. Um, and, and the pa- and then and then to lose ProSize and um, oh Penny in Week 16 and have to go and then Carson. Carson. That's what I meant. I meant Carson and Penny, and then Carson, not ProSize. Yeah. Too. He got hurt earlier though. Uh, he I think it was it was it was Penny and was Carson Penny, in week sixteen. Right, I think so. So nonetheless, to lose your other two running backs in your last, you know, second to last game. They had to go out and sign Marshawn Lynch. And then they have to use their fourth running back, Travis Homer. Shout out to Travis Homer. No, bro. He's not playing, bro. They had to get him for the practice squad. They went out and got Marshawn Lynch to play the big moments. And Travis Homer has been playing some big moments. I mean, you know, last week against the Eagles, uh, he didn't have a bad game at all. And, I mean, they're going to have to figure it out. That's the thing. Is is Marshawn going to be able to – because – there, if that weather is is a factor, it's going to be scary because on the other side you have a Pro Bowler in Aaron Jones who can run the ball, and you know when if if it's going to come down to like who can really run this ball, Seahawks might find themselves in some trouble. Um, I think the Packers are going to win this game, bro. I, I I would like to see Russell Wilson back in the Super Bowl. I would like to see you know the Seahawks, but. I just feel like that hunger in Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers, first-year coach, LaFleur, and then, as you mentioned, that defense has been playing good. And like I said, I, it's probably – we just saw the weather report. It's probably going to be nasty. And at that point, I'm not going to put the game in Marshawn Lynch after what I was saying about – not what I was saying about him last week or two weeks ago, but, you know, what we thought about the signing. You know, it's it's it's, it's like – what do you really expect? You know, he, he he's having good moments. I will say that. And you got to give credit. He's playing decent. He's playing good. But he's not doing what Penny and, you know, Carson can do. So, at the end of the day, I don't want to put my money on Travis Homer and uh, Marshawn Lynch if the weather is going to permit for running ball only, in a sense, because these boys can make throws. Like, it's not like Russell Wilson can't throw in the rain or anything like that, Aaron Rodgers, but it's going to level out as well. And then if it comes down to who's, you know, better on that rushing attack, I'm going to lean on Aaron Jones on that one. He's going to the Pro Bowl. Vontae Adams out there. Who could stop him? It's it's Aaron Rodgers, bro. It's Aaron Rodgers. Like, let's be real. Not to say that you're not being real. I'm just saying. Just a figure of speech, bro. <laughs> It's not that serious. I think it is uh, the coaching matchup. How is Matt LaFleur going to do in his first game? He's a head coach. Pete Carroll, meanwhile. First playoff game. Been there, done that. I mean, this is Won game. there, lost that. I mean, he, he, he's made the winning he's calls. He's made the bad calls. He's done it. He's seen it all. Mm-hmm. He's prepared for it all. He's, you know, That's for sure. That's for sure. Coaching, nah, that's a good point. So, speaking of coaching, I like that segue. Uh, 
we'll we'll quickly just cover these these coaching hires. Um, nothing serious. Uh, we want to let the listener go. Uh, however, we got some new new dogs in the house. We got Ron Rivera, new you know same face, new place. He's going to Washington. Good pickup, especially for a young team with a young quarterback who's really trying to find his his niche, his his way. You know, like I feel like Dwayne Haskins has talent, but he's kind of lost right now as far as how things are going to go on in the career. I think Ron Rivera is a good, you know, perfect guy. Look at what he did with Cam Newton. So I think he'll put him in, in, in really good situations just as a man, and that'll make him better on the field as well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Drake Gruden. <laughs> Y'all thought he was going <laughs> to... Hey, question. Serious, serious question. What did the Redskins think Jay Gruden was going to come in and do? He didn't even change nothing. He, he might have made things worse. He literally might have made things worse. That 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 franchise is a joke right now. They weren't as much of a joke at that time. They had Colt McCoy balling. Feel me? And listen, I think it's a good hire for Ron Rivera to go out there, get a fresh start, show that he can compete. I think he's gonna love competing in that NFC East and be able to just, you know, the future is mine. You know, he has years in this coaching thing to go and a young quarterback. Um with, and a young, good receiver with McLaurin. Don't get me wrong. The team as, as a whole can get better. But, I mean, if you're just looking at it from this point, point of view of you got a young quarterback, Terry McLaurin had a really big you know, mm-hmm. rookie season, probably one of the best rookie Hopefully guys can stay healthy. Um, you have a Ryan Kerrigan who's a veteran on that defense, can still produce. Hey, they got to get rid of Josh Norman, I'll say that. They got Landon Collins, though. Yeah, they just drafted Montez Sweat. They just drafted Montez Sweat. They're probably obviously going to get Chase Young. Mm. Um, they got Landon Collins. That's sort of looking because you know, you're going to have to go up against a Dak Prescott. You're going to have to go up against Carson. Somebody got to go get them boys. You're going to have to go up against a Daniel Jones. Right? Exactly. Somebody's got to do it. And we've seen time and time again with teams that end up uh, drafting or picking up and drafting or whatever, getting two uh, edge rushers have been – very Dominant. much successful. Dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. So, I mean, yeah. Look at the Chargers. Uh, Colts back in the day. Colts back in the day. You uh, got the um, Broncos have done the it. Broncos. I heard for the ACL, but if I'm going to barely tell I mean, you, you see Nick Bosa and Frank Clark. I feel like the Cowboys had it with Demarcus Ware and was it um, – what was his name? Did they have uh, was Hardy Russian at the time or no? No, he was in. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. Demarcus Ware was that good. The Broncos with Von Miller. Yeah, I think it's a good hire in Washington, and then in the NFC East, if we'll stay there real quick, Joe Judge is that his name? It's Joe. They got a yo the coach named Joe. Hey, I think I think it's a good pickup as far as establishing something for New York sports. Now, I don't necessarily say it's the best. I don't necessarily say it's a great hire, but I think it starts with a mentality. Sean McDermott is a tough-minded coach and we didn't look at him as a great coach when he was with Nathan Peterman throwing five picks, and that Bills team looked embarrassing. But he's a tough coach, and their team is a very tough team. And, you know, he's a better coach than we thought he would probably come out to be. But um, as far as this guy, you know, I saw a tweet, no disrespect, but the tweet said the Giants really went and called the, fir- <laughs> the first nigga to pick up at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, as like I said, 
he's a tough-minded coach, and I watched like a, a snippet of his presser. I liked what I heard. If I was a New York fan, I'd be pumped in the sense of, all right, I mean, he's not some 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 dude who's going to want people to just walk over him. He has morals. He has respect. Um, you know, he stands for something. He wants to win. This is what you want to hear from your coach, right? Um, and he's tough. He's, he's got your dudes' backs. So these are the things you want, especially when you're trying to establish, bro. The Giants lost. They lost a lot. When they lost Odell and then they traded Collins, or Collins was a free agent, and they traded uh, Ingram. Uh, yeah, Jenkins. Uh, well, that was this year. But with the Odell trade, Vernon, they traded Vernon. You know, they was like. He was going to be a free agent. They traded him to the Browns. But I don't know if he was going to be a free agent. Yeah. He traded. He got traded to the Browns. So, uh, yeah, the Browns didn't sign him in free agency. No. So, um, yeah, nonetheless, that, chemi that chemistry and the culture went out the window. You know, they've been on losing seasons. They drafted Daniel Jones. What's going on? They started to respect him. You know, it was looking kind of decent toward the end of the year. Now we can go into a new year with a, you know, kind of fresh start. And um, I just don't know as far as coaching what he's going to be able to bring. And I think that's your issue. Like assistant, you know, he was a practice. He did. He was doing probably film room stuff, and then you know, little assistant, and worked his way up. Within the organization, though, that's the greatness between you know people and Spo. Spo did this and stayed home. Of all time. He's got the mentality. Hey, but that, I will say, I will say, mentality is a lot of it. It's a lot of it. Exactly. So. He got that bag too. Because I mean, you want to talk about a guy? You know, I mean, he has always has his players buy-in, real players first guy, and he knows how to build. I mean, he, Baylor when he got there was his first year was one and eleven. He worked them up to eleven and three. And they almost beat Oklahoma. And they almost beat Oklahoma twice. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he knows how to you know turn turn a team around. He did the same thing at Temple before. So he knows how to turn him around. He knows how to make his guys buy in, and he knows, you know, the right system to implement. He knows, you know, what he's working with. So he yep. knows to get the best out of all yep. these guys. And Carolina, by no stretch of the imagination, Rob Swartz is a bad team. Yeah, they probably um, get a true number one receiver. Mm -hmm. They could uh, probably do for you know another edge rusher, get pressure on the quarterback, or maybe maybe something like a safety or something. <coughs> a horrible team. I mean, you get Cam Newton back and healthy, and you know, 
you got guys that can compete over there. That's the thing. There's competitive. There's competitive guys over there. You got you know Luke Keekley still, and you still got Gerald McCoy. You know, obviously going maybe his thirty third or thirty fourth birthday. But come on, he made all pro for two different positions. Put it like that. Put it like that. Um, any other coaching? Well, back to the NFC East. Damn, the NFC East is new faces. Yeah. Doug Peterson is the longest tenured coach in the NFC East right now, standing in at five years. Not what is he? <laughs> like three? Yeah, something like that. I, I don't, I don't, this is funny, you know, okay, real quick, real quick, because I want you to, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, uh, then I don't know if there's much to talk about, but I wanted you to get into it because I don't have much of a opinion, like, I feel like everybody's looking at this like, oh my God, and it's, you know, he went for the big fish, he went for the name, but, yeah. and then you can say, you know, Mike McCarthy is because of Aaron Rodgers, but then you could say, you know, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl and, and has always been relevant with one of the most storied franchise of NFL history. So, you know, like there's got to be some credit given to him. And he did the Aaron Rodgers thing the right way. Or, no, that was, uh, that was I think, uh, was that, um, what's his name? Damn, who was their old coach, bro? He went and was the manager of the Seahawks and the president of the Seahawks, Mike Holmgren. Uh, was he there for the transition of Aaron Rodgers, I think? I think Holmgren was that. I think he was on the way out. No, I don't think he was there. No, I'm not. Nothing, no, McCarthy definitely worked with Brett. No, no, because Holmgren, yeah, Holmgren was in Seattle by that point. So, yeah, I mean, he's been there. Exactly. He's been there. You know? With Brett. Did the transition to Aaron. And, I mean... And that's why, like, when the Dolphins dropped, I mean, got Tobin as their coach, I was like, really? I'm like, this dude. You feel me? Like, he wasn't even the play caller. Mike McCarthy called all the plays. And ultimately. And that's the thing. He's a play caller. Well, now, you know. Right. Right. Now. I don't think he's going to have that problem with Dak Prescott. Because Dak Prescott's like a real. But what about Kellen Moore? He said he's going to keep him as the OC. Right. But he's not calling the plays. <laughs> you know, you know. Now, how does Kellen Moore get to this head coaching job if he ain't calling plays in Dallas? Something's got to give. And honestly, Jerry Jones is going to be the decision maker. He could be laid back. No, he could be like, all right, I learned. You know what? Maybe I could leave it up. Maybe I could leave it up. First of all, Kellen Moore is a good play caller. I mean, obviously, if Mike McCarthy made the decision to keep to, him on, there's, I really, because I feel like, because obviously they gave Mike McCarthy, you know, because Mike McCarthy brought in uh, Nolan. Yep. So, obviously, Jerry is giving Michael power, which is crazy. Yeah, he let him stay at his house. Which is crazy. <laughs> so, he's letting him, I mean, right now. I mean, he's a career 61% win percentage. Ten and eight in the postseason. That's fifty five, fifty six percent. That's what I'm saying. You know what's funny? Here's the thing. He was with. In the last ten years, in the last ten years, the Green Bay Packers have been a top five team more than not. And one of the better teams in the league, more than not. The Cowboys, you can't say that about. They're both as storied, but the Cowboys weren't as good as the Packers. And also, the Packers also sunned the Cowboys multiple times in the playoffs. One, two, and the Cowboys have an owner. Packers ain't had an owner. So we're going to have to see how that plays out. You know Jerry likes to step his foot in everything. You know, he's at the facility all the time. It's just going to be an interesting thing. I think that it's a good thing for Dallas. I don't see why, you know, this McCarthy thing can be so bad. Um, you know, it's got to get better than Garrett, right? So, 
and and I feel like they were like not too far off without Garrett. You know, like if they had that. So this could be a really good thing. It could also be, you know, somebody let this get to their head and it blows over. But in my opinion, you know, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I like the pick. It's a good pick. I think Mark McCarthy was a good coach. And um, yeah, so I guess. For sure. And I also think in the long run, there'll be more uh, college football coaches that are going to be ready for this job. So, I bring Lincoln Riley to Cleveland with that offense right there. The clowns, the Cleveland clowns. Right on the roster. Roster wise, one of the most talented, besides you know the Cowboys, and but it's just like the Cowboys have that reputation, and Jerry has that reputation. The Browns also. I mean, two years ago we were praising John, or people were praising John Dorsey about the job. That's for sure. I mean, he was doing a good job though. But it just didn't work out. And then it just dissembled as fast as it assembled. They've missed on more. Yeah, for quarterbacks and coaches. Quarterbacks as well. Not to say that they've had names, but names can't grow there. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield's trying to change that narrative. To do so, he's going to have to find his, you know, his uh, Mr. Miyagi. So we'll leave that one there. That was a good one. Um, next week is championship week. We're going to have we're gonna have the Ravens versus the Chiefs in the AFC championship. We're going to have the Packers, maybe, 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 versus no, 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 championship week. Uh, could go okay, Seahawks. Okay, so who, who I, like I said, I got Ravens and C and Ravens and Chiefs in the AFC Championship, okay, and then well. Packers and I forgot the other. Oh, and 49ers. Ooh, this feels like 2013. Okay, yeah, I agree with three of those teams. I just replaced Green Bay with Seattle. Fair enough. That's your All Things Sports Podcast. 49ers. We out. I'm trying to get revenge You'll be all out of love in the end Spent 10 hours on this flight, man Told the pilot ain't no flight plans Can't believe whatever I'm saying And ain't no whenever I land No video dance, make my own rules. I really don't pick, I just choose. I don't set picks, I just shoot. Chopping is screwed. I told her it's BYOB. That mean buy your own boobs. Put it on God. He don't wanna put me on top. Can't be put in a box, gotta move on the ops. Never got the move on the drop. Niggas tryna move on the sky and move that deep. Tryna run down shit steep. Gotta act a fool with the squad. Next city, no sleep. Back to the 713. Spent 10 hours on this flight, man. Told the pilot ain't no fight plans. Can't believe whatever I'm saying. And they know whenever I land
I said I ain't gon' tell. Buy by the pound so it ain't no scale. I'm sick of the drink. The flipping the paint. Dripping the grain. Dripping the tank. My niggas gon' flame. Bitch, I'm with gang. Got your bitch on the plane. Spent 10 hours on this flight, man. Told the pilot ain't no flight plans. Can't believe whatever I'm saying. And ain't no one ever I land.